Hello and welcome to this episode of the Jones and Bartlett Learning Podcast Series. We're talking today with Wolf Kirsten and Robert Karch, authors of the new book, Global Perspectives in Workplace Health Promotion, which just published today, March 21st, 2011. Mr. Kirsten is founder and president of International Health Consulting based in Berlin, Germany. His company mission is to help international corporations, organizations, and governments improve the quality of life of their respective population through innovative, culturally appropriate, and cost-effective health promotion programs. Dr. Karch is a professor in the School of Education, Teaching, and Health at American University in Washington, D.C., where, in 1980, he founded an innovative interdisciplinary Master of Science program in health promotion management. Thank you both for joining us today. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Bill. Pleasure to be here. Thanks, Bill. Tell us, what exactly is workplace health promotion, and why is the workplace an appropriate place to promote health? Well, Bill, that, that, that's a good question. I mean, workplace health promotion has actually been around for quite a while in the United States, and I think globally it's, it's more, more or less a new phenomenon. The World Health Organization has actually recognized the workplace as a key setting to improve worldwide health uh, and with that public health. Um, that, that's more of a recent uh, development in terms of the WHO, but I think, I think it's fairly obvious. I mean, most people, you know, hopefully, are at work. Um, it's, it's a captive audience. You can get to the people. Um, you know, of course, nowadays, employees are very dispersed, but you know, nevertheless, it's fairly, fairly captive. And the programs that have been implemented uh, have been shown to be largely successful, with uh, good health outcomes. And you can really see that, uh, especially in the U.S., because there's plenty of good research that uh, that exists to, to document that. So uh, internationally, um, as I indicated, it's not quite as developed, the, 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 the term and the concept, but it's, it's really growing rapidly. And that was one of the main reasons that uh, we thought about, you know, um, publishing this or writing uh, country profiles on this um, issue on this topic because it's it's really growing in the emerging countries you know India China and so on so a very exciting development now and I think we'll see a lot a lot more coming in the in the years to come if I might add to that bill if I may um, I think wolf's points are right on and we, we we look at it from an even more fundamental way we look at chronic disease being a truly global issue and we look at touch points, 50% of almost any community within any country is employed in the workplace someplace. Healthy employees create healthy companies. Healthy companies create healthy communities. And it's those healthy communities, often supported by corporations and healthy workers, that provide the infrastructure, the hospitals, the schools, the other services. And so at, at, at the very fundamental level, healthy employees are central to healthy economies, healthy countries. And it, it's sort of uh, the elusive obvious, but that's been a primary focus of uh, our work for many years. Great. Excellent response. Thank you both. My next question, how can students benefit from learning about workplace health promotion practices in other countries? Well, the students, uh, it's a good question. Who's a student? And we're all learning, as, as Wolf has shared. You know, this, this topic is emerging with considerable interest uh, Wolf's work with the WHO, uh, multinational corporations, many of the great corporations of the world have more of their employees outside the country than they do inside their respective countries. And so as we work on work with students, they need to really now be aware of the changing nature of work and uh, the dispersed workforce and how to meet those needs. And so 
much of Wolf's work and my work has been on how do we prepare the leaders of tomorrow uh, with the challenges faced with, uh, again, chronic disease, global health workforce, and so on. So the students uh, uh, are seeking, universities are seeking, faculty members in many disciplines are seeking information about what is going on in other countries uh, with respect to this topic. So it's very timely. I totally agree with you, Bob. I think um, I think that there's a couple of aspects here. I mean, one, as you already indicated, obviously, um, you know, it's 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 a globalizing world. I mean, more and more companies have employees, you know, across the world. And the, and by the way, these are not just the large ones. These are not just the multinational corporations. Like medium-sized employ, employers also have um, employees abroad, or at least have to be aware of what's going on, you know, in, in other countries, just in terms of their product or service. I think that's that's really important. And in terms of the students, I think more and more will actually enter or are already in this business world where they need to know, need to be aware of you know, international developments and especially in the health area because, as we just heard, it has such a huge impact on you know, employee productivity and, and, and health in general. So I think, I think that, that's really important. And one more point here that even for those companies who really – I don't think there's that many these days, but who really say, well, you know, the, the domestic arena is our focus and, and nothing more. I think even for, for them, learning from other countries and, and, and other uh, concepts and how, how do they approach employee health, health promotion, I think they can definitely learn from it. You know, that there are some really good programs going on across the world, you know, which may not be as, as widely prevalent in the, in the U.S., for example. So that, that's, that in itself, I think, is a, is a, a major um, benefit of, of learning from, from others, from other countries. If I might add just one more point, Wolf, you, touched, you identified two areas that we know to be important, products and services. We're thinking one way, services to manage this global workforce, but there are many com- companies in countries around the world that have products that they want to sell in other countries. Knowing the infrastructure, knowing the development, knowing the, the, the leaders in those countries with respect to their products, often health-related, is essential to be successful for their market initiatives in those other countries. So there's a product side as well as a service side uh, to the uh, information we have in our text. Well, my next question then, taking this from a global perspective, this book covers 21 countries across six continents. I have a two-part question. First, can you tell us a little bit about the source of the material for each country? And then second, who are the contributors? Perhaps you can give a few examples of the process employed and the thought leaders you brought together on this. Yeah, thanks, Bill. I think, I think that this is really the, the exciting part of, of the entire uh, venture, I guess you can say. We, um, we know these country experts very well. I would say they're all leaders uh, within their countries in this field of workplace health promotion. And the main driver or even reason that we know them is the International Institute for Health Promotion, which is you know, based at American University. And there's a, a long history to that, which I'm not going to go into right now. But I, I basically um, started, work, my, my, you know, started entering the working world, working for the IIHP, thanks to Bob, who basically started this institute. And throughout the years, um, we basically built up a, a very diverse um, interesting, you know, uh, exciting network, uh, all of those individuals working in, in health promotion, and many of them um, focusing on workplace health promotion. And, you know, this network evolved over, over the years. We've had many different meetings and, and workshops and so on. 
And so finally, this idea materialized that we should actually, um, you know, publish a book together just because, you know, each, each of these individuals representing fine organizations had a, had a great story to tell. You know, they had really some good programs going on in their, in their own country. So we thought, well, this would be a really good idea to, to bring it out to the open and let everybody else know about it. So, um, again, I think these are all, you know, wonderful professionals and, and I think they did a great job in, in describing, you know, trying to put it, as you know, it's very difficult to, to, to summarize such a huge area and put it into a chapter in terms of, uh, you know, what is really going on in the field of workplace health promotion in your country? You know, what are some of the drivers? You know, what are some of the top programs, best practices? You know, how does your healthcare, healthcare system relate to that? So that's, that's, uh, that's where it gets really challenging. And I think they all did a great job and, and we're really happy, you know, and, and I think, you know, 99% of the people that we asked to do their uh, country chapters, they, they, yeah, they, they were very excited and said, yeah, we, we're going to do it. So, so again, I'd really like to thank all of the contributing authors for, for joining this exciting project. Yeah, if I might add to that, Wolf, I think you summed it up. These are all people who are renowned uh, experts, authorities in their various disciplines in their respective countries. Actually, we could have had more countries. I think the 21 was a challenge enough for us on this text, but they're good people. We know them to be very, very fine professionals. We also know them personally to be very fine individuals and very knowledgeable. Uh, the, the other aspect to that is that uh, Wolf touched on this earlier, which is a very important point. Much of the work in this space has been done here in the United States, and it's been good work. We've made our fair share of mistakes, but we've made significant advancement. But there's excellent work being done, maybe not to the scope or the magnitude of the U.S., but they've studied what we've done, and they're, and they're sort of advancing in some cases beyond what we've done. And so the, the ability to share the knowledge uh, uh, on strategic uh, projects, uh, programs in, in other countries is uh, very meaningful. And so I think that's a major contribution that these individuals have made that we all can learn from. How do you see your book as differing from other texts on global health or health promotion? Well, I teach a course at American University on global health, and I teach a course on global health policy, and I do use the Jones and Bartlett text, which I find very, very meaningful for the topics that I discuss. And so there are other very fine textbooks. I'm sure none other than Jones and Bartlett textbooks, but no, just teasing, of course. <laughs> Anyways, they're very fine. The resource material is excellent. Um, and Wolf and I spend a lot of time in this space, and we've not seen a textbook like it. Now, does that make us the very best? It simply makes us maybe one of the first. But for professionals, the kind of people that Wolf met uh, just recently in the WHO meeting or that we have met throughout our many conferences around the world over the last, gosh, 14, 15 years on our travels and our exchanges, the, 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 this information was simply not available uh, we knew they were bright uh, uh, individuals. We knew they were doing good work, and we thought if we could capture that and share that in a collective way, uh, it would be unique. And so not that we don't welcome other works of this kind, uh, and Wolf did a great job making sure everybody stayed within the scope so the textbook wasn't 3,000 pages. There's a bunch – there's more stories to tell. So really, in many ways, this is a, a very disciplined snapshot. But there's simply not another place to get this information, and very few people have had the opportunity that perhaps Wolf and I have had to meet these people or to travel to these countries to witness what is going on. And there's great stuff going on there, and this is simply a way of sharing it in this uh, new, if you will, text, a new approach. It's just simply not available anyplace else. Exactly. I think I would echo that. I mean – 
uh, you know, being in the field for, for, for quite a while now, I think, I think uh, you know, you, you're kind of familiar more or less with what's out there in terms of publications and, and you keep looking around just, just for your own, you know, uh, advancement. And, and, and I'm not aware of any similar publication, to tell you the truth. I mean, there's, uh, as Bob uh, indicated, there's some, there's some good publications on global health, on uh, comparative health systems. And as you said, by Jones and Bartlett, especially. So I think I think it's um, I think it's really unique. And and I think, as we said earlier, I think that's what's what the field uh, needs. And uh, and just by talking to to all kinds of different people, like through our network, whether it's uh, universities, but also employers, you know, HR managers, and so on, they they all think the ones I talked to, at least, they all thought it was a good idea, and they would they would be very interested in. In, in purchasing a copy or looking at looking at a copy, so I think that's that's that was good. I think that very early on that really confirmed us in our idea to 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 go ahead with the project. So I'm, I'm very I'm very excited about it, you know. And and you know, once it's out and it's, it's very soon, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how the the continuous feedback will be. But I think uh, I think it will be pretty positive. I'm, I'm pretty confident about that. And maybe just one last point: many of the books, although excellent, and they are excellent. They're actually written for somewhat of a different population. They're, they are disease, often disease condition, very important, very good uh, works. But the healthcare cost globally for most of the countries, certainly the countries represented in this text, is chronic disease. And it's, you know, 72 cents of every dollar in the United States is spent on lifestyle-linked diseases. There are very few texts that really focus on that and how do you develop policies and procedures and programs that really address lifestyle-linked diseases as opposed to the more infectious diseases, if you will. Obviously, very important infectious diseases. This is a approaching sort of disease, if you will, in a positive health promotion, proactive, policy-driven perspective for, again, the workforce. And lastly, are there any final points either of you would like to make regarding the text or practical application outside of traditional academia? Yes, Bill. I, I think uh, I briefly mentioned it uh, earlier. I think there's a, a huge opportunity for for application of, of of the text or large parts of the text in in the corporate world. Obviously, you know, for academia, I think there's great application. As we already talked about, with students being prepared for for the coming world and the, the coming globalized, more increased globalized world. But what I was going to say is that that you know there's obviously hundreds of thousands of uh, companies, employers uh, uh, worldwide, and and I think the issue of health for for, for their employees is, is increasing significance. What we already said, um, and I th I think that this text, you know, although not written as a step by step handbook how to implement programs, I, but I think that for those of them who you know have some interest and significance or link to international issues, um, they will find this very useful. And if I might extend that a little bit, um, if you look at how public policy is often formed, smoking, seatbelt, safety factors, many of those policies have emerged from progressive companies that have initiated those policies long before they become public policy. Smoking is a classic example. And if you look at the text throughout the 21 countries that are represented there, you're going to see best practices of the leading companies, many of the leading companies in those countries. And so if one wants to look at future policies that perhaps will impact societies, they're going to see very good examples within countries that perhaps others within that same country might look at, policymakers, 
or looking at how other countries and other companies have formulated policies that have shown, and again in the text, uh, definitive outcomes from the research data of the effectiveness of those policies. So it really has a broad reach. Again, the academic side, the student who wants to be a piece of this someplace, wants to be a globalist, the student who wants to perhaps work in another country, can see fine examples of healthy, focused companies in those countries. Obviously, the policies that are there and uh, the shared research now and looking at a collaborative approach to looking at data coming from multiple countries. So it has a lot of potential well beyond just the classroom, although we recognize that's very significant. Thank you very much, both of you, for joining us today. Thank you, Bill. Thanks a lot, Bill. Appreciate it. Well, that concludes this episode of the JB Learning Podcast Series. We thank you for listening. To learn more about the new Global Perspectives in Workplace Health Promotion or to request a complimentary review copy, visit go.jblearning.com slash WHP. That's go.jblearning.com slash WHP. Jones and Bartlett Learning, a division of Ascend Learning, is a world-leading provider of instructional assessment and learning performance management solutions for the secondary, post-secondary, and professional markets. To learn more about Jones and Bartlett Learning, visit our corporate website at www.jblearning.com.